Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. It's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking. Everybody just wants more with the action. Hip Hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out. It's all he's asking. Over like Rover. He keeps it real. He's no joker. Original. He's no poser. No competition. He's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer because it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. Oh, yeah. They're running around on a Friday. Yep. Friday edition of the Taz Show. Hey, yeah. Welcome. Welcome to the Taz Show. I am he. They call me the Taz. Yes, that's me. It's Friday. Thank you for listening or watching live. I appreciate you. Maybe you're doing that. Over at TazShow.com. You could listen and watch there every day. 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern. Well, maybe... You are listening to the audio on demand content, the podcast version of the show, the daily podcast at play.it, TuneIn, iTunes, or Spotify. Uh, thank you for handling all of that. I appreciate it. It's support at the end of the day. If you're doing that, it's support. Yes. And I need all the support I can get. I can tell you that right now because the crew I have, my team, well, they're kind of lackluster, let's be honest. So I need you to help me. You, the audience, help me get through it. Make it through the rain. Uh, we're gonna have a really good show here for you today on this Friday edition before we barrel into the weekend. Uh, we're gonna talk uh, some sports for sure, some football stuff. Football is back yesterday, kind of weird. Um, Hall of Fame game and all that stuff. So we'll talk some sports, some football, as I said. A little baseball chatter, getting some wrestling talk later on. Uh, one of the things I want to get into early in the show here is Conor McGregor. As you know, he's preparing to fight. Floyd Mayweather in a boxing contest real soon, a massive, massive event. And I, I want to talk about what the heck is going on in Conor McGregor's camp. Um, his sparring partner that he had and all this stuff, uh, his sparring partner actually uh, is part of the CBS Play Dotted family and also has been a former guest on the Taz Show, also a fellow Brooklynite. So I'll get into that in a little bit because uh, it's some interesting news going on there in Vegas with the camp. Uh, and also we have to uh, figure out an off-the-hooks topic for next week. We're stumped. I might need you guys to call the show and help with that. And speaking of calling the show, if you want to call the show, you can do that and talk about whatever you need to talk about. It's a very simple process to call the Taz Show live. Attention hotline fans. All you have to do is dial an 866, and that's a 475, and a 2948. That's 866-475-2948. Yeah, it's very simple. So hello, everyone, and uh, welcome, as I said. Opening monologue gets longer and longer every day, and that's how we do it. Uh, let me welcome in the biz dev guy of the show and say hello to him. The audio producer of the Taz Show, the next big thing in radio. He is the dirt sheet Dennis. He's the lumber biscuit, lumber slunker. He is a dancing machine. They call him the lumberjack, though, at the end of the day. Timber! The Dennis, uh, welcome to the Taz Show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Good moment. You've been on time lately, which is a good thing. I want to let you know that. Because when you first started here, remember, you were late that one time. Remember that? I was. It, I still remember that, by the way. I, as do I. Grudge being held here on this. Takes a lot of episodes for you to get past that. Well, I figured I would start late, and that way when I show up on time, it's like reverse Tom Coughlin time. 
show up late to start, and that way when I show yeah, up on time, you're like, man, you're here early. It's football season. getting to the Giants head coaching talk, formal talks. Um, yeah, so you were late that one time because your house got robbed, right? Your apartment, the drug dealers upstairs when you did that. Remember that? Uh, nice guys. I'm starting to think Rebecca was the one who did it to you, the girl that you lived with that walked out on you. She's the one who actually Rebecca, robbed you. Danielle. It's Danielle. Inside Job Jones. That's what I think happened. For real, seriously. Her and uh, Clive Owen. Excuse me? That movie, uh, Inside Man, you ever see it? Great film. No one cares. Got it. So uh, let's do a little house cleaning. Uh, it's really not a long house cleaning, but we'll do it anyway in three, two, one. It's time for Taz to do some house cleaning. Tidying up all the schmutz and other bullshit on the Taz Show. So uh, we don't have a topic, guys, for Off the Hook next week. Uh, you know, I, I would love to do um, Throwback Uniforms Volume 3. <laughs> the trilogy. <laughs> kind of stretching it out. We already did Volume 1 and 2. Test 1, 2. <clears throat> I don't know if we could do uh, 3. I don't think we should. Um... God, I could talk throwback uniforms all day. I mean, what do we? I mean, we're on a cusp for football season. Should we do something football related? I mean, what are you thinking, Dennis? Well, we've done the jerseys back to back, and I don't remember what before. I, we, I don't think we've done a wrestling one in a while. Good point. And this being a strictly wrestling show. Oh, that's all we do on the show is talk the wrestling. Fans, that's it. The fan. I'm sure the fans would enjoy. That's a all you topic. know, Taz is wrestling. You know wrestling. Don't talk about nothing else. Just talk about wrestling, you friggin' idiot. Sorry, guys. You were trying to make a point. Struggling. I'm helping you. No, I, th- I think uh, something wrestling related would be. I mean, you can always go, you can always go sports. There's plenty of sports topics to hit. Plenty of sports. Um. <sighs> so if we went wrestling, uh, off the hooks. And by the way, if you're new to the Taz show, off the hooks is basically you book a three match mini supercard. So it's fantasy booking, no matter what the topic is. Your top three, uh, you know, matches. So if you're doing, you know, uh, whatever, let's give an example. I don't know. I need a blanket example. Like, you know, if you're doing football jerseys. All right, well, your top three mini-match supercards. So I would go old-school Giants versus old-school Jets jerseys. And my second match would be, you know, the old school Falcons versus the new school Falcons. You know, so you get the drift. So we do different topics here, and it's called Off the Hooks. So Dennis is saying we need to, as a team and a show, do a wrestling-based gimmick shenanigans for an burnout. I think you might be right. So, you know, there's been a lot of wrestling um, theme off the hook topics. One of my favorite was Lucha, Lucha Mask, I think it was, or Lucha Doors. I can't remember what we did. You, this was before you were on the show, when the show was good. And, um, no, seriously. Stop! Um, but anyway, uh, I guess we're not going to do that again. Unless we do Lucha Door Mask Volume 2. So, you don't think so? No. I Dennis! Think, I think so, that would, no, I'm, maybe if we just skip the second one and just go to Lucha Doors number 3. How about I'm inspired by your dance move yesterday that maybe we do actors dancing in movies off the hook, volume one. That's not a bad idea. Obviously, everybody's going to have Tom Cruise and Risky Business. Not me. That's not my number one. I'm not going to share it right here. I don't know why you're dancing in seg one. That's That's me sliding in my undies. The script says you have to do that in segment three. Not now. We have a script. Work up the script. You know how we work here. Everything is uh, scripted. Yeah, we don't have a topic, folks. Uh, well, I'm, I'm digging here. Do we want to do something food-related? There we go. All reliable. <laughs> there it is. 
Well, I mean, listen. Okay, that's fine. It's food related. Anthony, let's bring in the video director of the show, Dino De Laurentiis Jr. Anthony. What's up, boss? Dino, that's your new name. Dino. And What's up, boss? Okay. What, what are you thinking here off the hooks? You got any suggestions? Chinese food dishes are off the hooks. Okay, now see, you are the man. Yes. Okay, see, you, sir, are the man. Yeah, it just rolled off Anthony's tongue. I could do like a 15-match supercard. Damn. You know what? Do it right now. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, Hold on. Is this a racist thing, though, if we do this topic? No. Uh, Chinese food's a genre. I just if we did, like, so Mexican food, it's not speak. racist. No. no. <laughs> we just would have to, like, eliminate, like, it have to be strictly Chinese. Do you want me to say it in Chinese? Like, if I go, Mugu Gai Pan! Like that? I mean, Is if we could. Chinese? I feel like that's what it says on the menu. Sure. Good point. Good point. Well said. Yes, I agree. Yes. Um... He's got a good one. I gotta say. So that's a leader in the clubhouse right now? He's got a good one. Let's go real quick to the phones. Uh, in off the hooks. I'm sorry. In house cleaning. This is a rarity. In house cleaning, we'll take a call. Only because I'm curious. This guy's a creative guy. Uh, Bad Money Slim in Pennsylvania. Uh, you're on the Taz Show. What do you say, Haas? Well, I just wanted to call and give a suggestion for off the hook. Go ahead. What do you got? All right. So I, I heard somebody say this already, but I just want to, you know, double down on it. Hall of Fame or All-Star Athletes of the Yeah, someone did say that. Something as simple as like uh, Michael Jordan versus Kobe Bryant or Harry, you know, the the, the, the Fridge versus Lawrence Taylor. Right, right, right. Why are you giving away the... Why are you doing that right now? Why would you do that? <laughs> well, I'm just, no, I'm just, those are just off the tip of my head. I know, but you're just rattling off items. But I hear you. Uh, Slim, it's not bad. It's not bad because someone did call. You're right. I like eating hack. That's because you know the rules here. Um, we just can't recall who, but someone did. A fan called the show here and did say something about Hall of Fame. You know, maybe to your point, Slim, we could do something where it's we stay in the same realm. So you have to give a three-match mini supercard, but let's say it's sports, right? So let's say you have to do basketball versus basketball. So you're saying all what, what was the gimmick? All Hall of Fame? Right, it could be Hall of Fame or All Stars. All Stars, just, yeah. just because of you know that way you could do today's athletes versus yesterday. Yeah, I know, I agree. Well, it's not a bad idea, Slim. Uh, it's not a bad idea. Um, anything else you got on, on about food? How about food? Uh, uh, well, I, I was thinking of cigars and beer Ooh, or cigars. whiskey. Ah, cigars. But some of these slunkers that I work with don't know shit about cigars. That's the problem. Yeah, I know. It's a sad thing. What was the other thing? Cigars or what else? Or like beers or maybe whiskeys. But then, then the, the issue is like the, the branding, and I know you don't like the, you know. Well, I'm not allowed. I mean, I can't just roll out right. here and say, oh, okay, yeah, right, right, right. that's a good point with the branding. Um, hmm. Well, you gave us uh, food for thought, uh, pun intended. Yes. Uh, so uh, I appreciate that, Slim. Uh, thank you, buddy. Yeah, but it's Slim right there in Pennsylvania. So maybe we do go. Uh, huh. Maybe we go Hall of Fame. Maybe maybe the, the answer the decision will not be made here. I, I, I think Slim was saying that someone else said about the Hall of Fame people, all-star athletes. I do like that. That's a good one. But I also like Anthony's of Chinese food. I have to tell you that. Easy way to settle this. To do a poll. That's what we do on the Taz Show. We do polls. All right, put it up. For And we can make it the length of the weekend. We can end it Sunday morning. That way we know. Sunday um, morning uh, is good. I agree with you. Uh, please uh, DM I am uh, JM the uh, social media team. Okay, let's get on that. And um, let's make sure that's being handled. That's the first thing. Or the second. Maybe the third. Anthony, you, sir, did a good job on your thoughts uh, with the Chinese food. So we might see, let's see if that wins the vote. Okay, yet? I appreciate it, boss. Got it. 
All right, so that's the deal on that. That was house cleaning, kind of an odd house cleaning, but you know what? That's how it is. It was a little that, weird, right? That was a long house cleaning, and it was <laughs> one topic only. I don't even but know. But we got a lot accomplished. Yes, we did. Uh, yes, a lot was accomplished. I'm going to get into some sports chatter here in a little bit. <laughs> Excuse me, and then talk maybe some wrestling later on. Again, the phone number is 866 475 2948 if you're listening live. So look, so there's been all this stuff going on here. I think you have some tweets we can put up in a sec here about. Conor McGregor, right? So Conor McGregor in his camp um, yesterday, I think it was yesterday, or even the day prior, um, there's been, uh, uh, there was a little bit of a situation with his sparring partner. Now, for those that don't know, okay, Paulie's sparring partner um, is, as I mentioned at the top of my show here, uh, a gentleman who is a, a former uh, world champion boxer, um, solid dude, been a been a guest on my show, a uh, fellow Brooklynite. He's a two-time world champion boxer, this is. He's also a color commentator on uh, Showtime uh, CBS boxing, uh, you know, uh, fights, you know, and stuff like that. So uh, he's a good dude. His name is Paulie Malinagi. Mal- I always mess his name up. Jeez, I'm a Malinagi. Malinagi. Paulie Malinagi. I think that's how you say it. So Paulie uh, had, I guess, uh, has been, uh, it was signed on, it's kind of well documented, it was public knowledge, that he would be the sparring partner of Conor McGregor. So, from what I understand, okay, uh, you can help me out here, Dennis, with some of the tweets. There's been a little issue because Paulie went, and I think they fought either 12 rounds or 15, 12 rounds probably, 15 rounds in a, in a boxing match, a, a sparring session. And uh, the camp of, I'm sorry, the uh, Asian or whoever it was, the publicity guy, whoever, for Conor McGregor was tweeting out photos of Paulie like looking beat up and kind of being braggadocious like what Connor can do. Is that kind of what happened? Yeah, Connor has his own personal uh, photographer. Obviously, boxing and UFC camps are notoriously tight-knit. He's not Nobody from the outside is coming in. So Connor's personal photographer uh, put on his Instagram a picture, and we have the image of uh, his name's Brandon McManus underscore photo. There's the picture of Connor punching Paulie. Paulie's face... You can't really tell from the picture, but his face is beat up in the picture there. And the caption reads, this was the most intense sparring session that I've ever seen. So, obviously, that leads people to believe. Okay. That, that, how many more f- still shot? Is that it? That's that's the photo that sparked all this. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That photo? That photo. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that. I know that some fan tweeted at Paulie a picture of Paulie down. Like laying on a mat, and Connor, you know, like like he just knocked down Paulie, and Paulie tweeted back like I, I'm paraphrasing. He said to the fan, "Dude, uh, get your act together here." That that was a push. Okay, he didn't not punch and knock me down. Paulie is also being a gentleman here. He's not. He's being professional and a gentleman. Very. He, he's not going on there, and he's not bashing McGregor or McGregor's camp, and neither is McGregor. As of you're listening to this live, if you are, at 7.20 a.m., uh, August 4th. Um, now, maybe McGregor will say something later. I don't know. They're both being professional. Um, but if that picture is the thing that sparked this thing, that's ridiculous. First of all, <clears throat> some things I want to say. Again, I'm not a boxing guy or an expert. I have known a lot of boxers and do know. A lot of boxers, and Paulie's a guy I I, I I know. I'm not saying I'm best friends with Paulie, and I know Paulie is going to be on my show very soon here. I know we've talked. I know Seth is very close with Paulie also. Seth is actually very close with Paulie, uh, much closer than I am with Paul. 
but I know that Paul will be on my show soon here um, just to talk in general about McGregor versus Mayweather. And we discussed that offline, uh, me and Seth and then Paulie, about Paulie coming on my show to talk about this um, even before I knew that he was going to be the sparring partner of McGregor. So, and also, as I said to you guys at the top of the show, Paulie also has a podcast. He started with Play.it and CBS like when I did. He's been doing a weekly podcast on Play.it. Jeez, uh, I think they find out the name of the show. I think it's From Brooklyn to the World. I think that's what it's yeah. called. Yeah, yeah. So him and another guy named Pete. I don't know the guy's name. Uh, Pete and his friend Repeat. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> okay, Joe. So um, anyway, uh, here's the thing. Okay, sparring. From what I understand, the way the sparring deal works, when you go and fight someone or spar with someone, you're not going in there to, like, it's not you're not trying to win the fight. It's training. Okay, it's to get timing down. It's to get footwork down. It's it's not let's try to win. Like that's that's the first thing. So for McGregor's publicity people to act like you know. Well, in defense of them, I shouldn't say they acted like they're trying to win this or whatever. But fans are twisting this. I guess McGregor's camp said, but with Dennis, you showed us where they're basically saying this was a very intense sparring session. So if they did that, then you know what? No knock on McGregor or his people. Um, but Paulie's a little, a little upset, and he's out. He, he basically he's leaving. He left. Uh, you know. Uh, being uh, the sparring partner. So uh, I want to read a statement that Paulie put on his Twitter about eight hours ago. And it says, I just want to, cle- I want to clear the air. I am leaving McGregor's training camp today. I came with the best intentions and intended to help out. Just the chance to be part of such a big event in this capacity excited me. I believe Connor and I have mutual respect inside the ring, earned from each other with some good work over two sparring sessions. It's some of the stuff outside the ring in some ways, some things were handled in training camp that I don't agree with, that I don't agree with, that made me come to this decision. It's not my place to dictate terms in training camp. That is not mine. It's basically saying it's not his camp, so he can't tell people how to do their training camp. But it's my place to decide if I want to be a part of it. Amen. I will not give away anything tactical. Listen to this. Paulie says, I will not give away anything tactical that I saw in two sparring sessions with Connor. For what it's worth, they have my word. The things that upset me, though, I will speak about in time. I wish Team McGregor uh, uh, well in the rest of uh, their best preparations, yada, yada. Uh, And I look forward to being back in Vegas to work uh, the fight week. I I guess I think Paulie's doing the color commentary on this thing, coincidentally enough. Which, that, that would have been cool, I mean, that he's a spar partner, and then he goes and does color commentary on, on McGregor versus Mayweather. He's really going to give you some insight, not just as a two-time world champion, Paulie, but as a guy who, you know, has sparred with this guy for long enough. Now, the other thing, Paulie, he said something interesting in here, which I really respect, that he will not give away anything tactical. So, these boxes, uh, you know, they, they're just like mixed martial artists. They're just like pro wrestlers. They're just like pro football coaches or pro basketball coaches or any athlete. This guy here, Paulie, he knows the negatives and positives to McGregor's game right away. It don't take long. That's my point. (laughs) I could watch a guy wrestle as a pro or a girl wrestle as a pro. I don't want to sound like a dick, 
but I could watch it for about a minute and a half or, or be in a ring with that person for about a minute and tell you what level they're at. I mean, and, and that's not me being braggadocious. That's just me being experienced. And that's anyone with an expertise in something, you know. So um, to me, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, um, I don't know what exactly happened here. I, I, I'm looking forward to talking to Paul to find out the details. Uh, I know this much. Y- y- people can't look at going into a sparring session like they're trying to win the belt from each other here. And I don't think McGregor did that. I don't think I don't think that's what happened. And I, and I don't think Paulie did that. This guy Paulie, <clears throat> you know, if he was to box in a real fight, a regular boxing match, McGregor, in my opinion, Paulie knock him out in no time. I mean, these are professional boxers. These are world champions. Guy like Paulie, guy like obviously McGregor. I, I'm sorry, uh, Mayweather. I mean, this is it's not a disrespect to McGregor. It's just not his realm. You know, so for anyone to think or tweet or anything that that Paulie got beat up by McGregor in a sparring session, I wasn't there. But I got to be honest. I completely doubt that happened. <laughs> Seriously. Um, you know. It's just, it's interesting. It's, 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 this thing is so polarizing. It's so toxic, this Mayweather versus McGregor thing. Even sparring sessions are, are getting a lot of attention on this. A lot of the mainstream uh, media was, was talking about this, this whole situation, I believe, yesterday also. You know, you saw it, right? This. Yeah, I mean, mainstream media, fans, and obviously McGregor is a lightning rod. A lot of fans were coming at Paulie, like, oh, you know, you're soft for backing down blah 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 and he yeah. was answering a lot of the fans about that and he's like i mean we have tweets regarding that and he's just he was not that he was defensive he's just trying to, to explain his side of the story because it's not mcgregor's camp's only telling one side yeah. and that's not it's obviously not fair to paulie but he did a good job of explaining like hey look i understand what mcgregor's camp's doing they're trying to hype themselves up and, and paint themselves in the best light possible but that's not the truth so don't you know, don't spin the narrative when there's no need to spin it. Yeah. Well, you know, Paulie knows how to handle his social media too, and you know he's got some, you know, keyboard warriors that act like tough guys. That uh, you know, this guy Paulie is not a guy you want to tangle with. Let's be honest. <laughs> this guy's a two-time world champion. You know, he's a legit guy. He's been legit for a lot of years, and even though he's retired, he's still in good shape. Um, you know, somebody tweeted at him something like. Uh, you know, you, you don't want uh, uh, sparring videos in the camp. Uh, you know, you got you got roughed up or beat up or whatever this guy's saying uh, by a zero and zero MMA fighter uh, trying to box. Um, you know, and the guy goes, "Your East Coast pride was stung." Like Paulie comes back, but I actually beat his ass. <laughs> Twenty four hours off of a flight, lol. Uh, which is why I, I, I'm saying post of it. What which is why I'm saying post the vid. I try not to be petty, but seems like it's too late for that now. So see, he didn't want to come out here, Paulie, and talk trash. Yeah, there's the tweet right there. I didn't know you had it up there. Sorry. Thanks for letting me know, buddy. Appreciate that. I wasn't cutting you off. You were reading. I like to be cut off. Because that's called communication. If I can get you at least to communicate with me or cut me off, at least there's chatter. Meaning that you communicate. Because I don't know what's going on behind the scenes here on the show. Who, who am I? It's just my show. Why would I know? And then he just snickers. 
<laughs> Piss me off. So, how do you have a guy go and spar a bunch of rounds? <laughs> if he just got off of a cross-country flight either. That's the other thing I heard happen. I don't care if he's a two-time world champion or not. That's kind of an unfair deal. Like to expect the guy from just a cardio perspective <laughs> just to get off a plane and just, here we go, let's go 12 or 15. What they go, 12 or 15? I don't know. 12. I mean, so, you know, that's a little crazy. Uh, whatever. I'm sure in due time uh, uh, sh- soon, I would assume, okay, that Paulie will be on my show. Okay, on that note, I'm going to break. All of a sudden, break, I'll take some phone calls. We're going to some uh, to a little football chatter. Uh, what else are we going to talk about? Uh, I'm getting thrown out of the studio early again today. Maybe not as early. Uh, they have to tape another show. I tape a show every effing day. And no one here gives a rat's ass. No one cares. All right, Taz Show, sit tight. We'll be right back there, bitches. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, all right, all right. Yep, Friday edition. So, uh, Taz Show here. We're talking, we'll talk the first segment there about the McGregor issues in his camp. With Paulie Maginaro, uh, Malaginaro. Screw up his name. How do you say it? Malinaji. Malinaji, who, who's been on my show before, part of the family here. We'll have Paulie on hopefully in the next week or two. He's a sparring partner. Got into all that. Throw some football here. And uh, got a lot of people calling the show. Got to get on that. Any, uh, there's not much wrestling stuff to talk about, but if there's anyone who has any wrestling questions, I'll handle that. Well, comments or statements to the best of my abilities, which, as we know, are phenomenal. We know that. Uh, that goes without saying, though. Will you stop? I don't want to be egotistical. Just my shtick. Uh, you know, yesterday was someone else's birthday, Dennis. Yeah, so everybody was making big stinky. It's Tom Brady's birthday. Yay. It's all over TV. Patriots facility had a giant G-O-A-T logo. Plastic goat sign. It had goats for a petting zoo. Because he's the greatest of all time, apparently. Tom Brady. This is training camp. Just a complete circus. The Patriots... And they're gonna win. They're gonna win everything this year. All of us AFC East fans, we know we're playing. We're playing for second place. That, that goes without saying. They'll win because they got horseshoe up their ass. So they got everything's going crazy. It's Tom Brady's birthday. ESPN basically freaking dedicated the whole day to Tom Brady because the man's forty years old. Are you freaking kidding me? Who gives a shit? He's a grown man. Unbeknownst to me. While I'm doing my show yesterday, ripped, pillaged, and destroyed Tom Brady because it was his birthday and they were going crazy over it. I didn't realize it was somebody else's birthday. And, (coughs) excuse me, and he happens to be a quarterback, and he happens to be a quarterback in the FC East. (laughs) 
that that man whose birthday it was yesterday happens to be the head cheese, the ball controller of my Buffalo Bills. He's number five, and they call him T-Rod, the Tyrod Taylor. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, yesterday was Tyrod Taylor's birthday. Same birthday as Tom Brady, and nobody gave a rat's ass. How messed up is that? How messed up is that? Tyrod, my man! We're going to sing you happy birthday here in the Taz Show, even though I'm stuck with a Broncos fan and I'm stuck with a Giants fan. They have something in common with me. They hate the Patriots also. Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? So uh, we will sing a happy birthday to Tyrod. Ant, you going to jump in here? Yeah, I got my singing voice on. All right. Are we ready? We got some music in a three? No, well, before we we start, I just want to give you a heads up. What? The actual traditional happy birthday song is Up licensed. Hands off. Oh, so how am I going to sing? So we we've got a royalty free bed, but I don't oh. I don't know the tune of That's it. That's all right. We're going to. So, I have an idea. Okay. We will play the the, the, the music you have, and we will all sing the traditional okay. I, I, birthday I, I song. I thought so. I wanted to make it sure we're on the same page. It might sound weird, but we'll just block out what we hear, uh, and we'll sing the song that we've all sang as kids, and still at kids parties. They sing happy birthday. And, you know, I guess because it's Tom Brady's birthday yesterday, it's a big deal. So I want to make a big deal out of Tyrod Taylor's birthday from yesterday. So happy belated birthday to number five of the Buffalo Bills, my man, Tyrod Taylor. We will sing this tune at three, two, one. Happy birthday to Tyrod. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear dear Tyrod. Happy birthday to It's a royalty-free song. How old are you now? <laughs> are you one? Are you two? Are you three? That's one, two. Oh, man. Wow, this might be the worst happy birthday. Poor Tyrod. I hope he don't listen to the show. Well, he's in camp right now, so he's not Oh, this is not bad. Birthday! Uh, I got it! Tyrod Taylor! Uh, happy birthday! Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, number five. Happy birthday. Screw Tom Brady. Yes. Happy birthday, number five. Go Buffalo. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Tyrod. You're running on the field. Uh Uh-oh. Dennis, you got old Urban on us. Loosen up the shoulders a little. Oh, Lordy B. Oh, here comes the chorus. Here we go. Uh, happy, happy birthday, Tyrod Taylor. Happy birthday, Tyrod T. Tyrod T. Happy birthday. Don't Tyra fumble Taylor. a lot this year. <laughs> Don't happy throw any picks when you play the Pats, please. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to put over the Tyrod Taylor, you damn right. Even oh, a little whistle, whistle segment. Oh, we're going to whistle Jones. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> It'd be help if we knew the tune. <laughs> 
Happy birthday, Tyra Taylor. This bit probably went about two minutes too long. There, there. <laughs> Maybe a minute and a half. Well, look. ESPN, all they did yesterday was show Tom Brady, so I think we're we're doing Tyra justice. Oh, Lord. And what about the rest of the fans out there that don't give a rat's ass <laughs> about Tyra Taylor, the Bills, or the Packers? A1 in Utah, you're on the Tash Show. What do you say there, buddy? Hey, good moment, Taz, and a good moment to the crew. Good moment there, Juan. How are you guys doing today? How are you guys in the morning? Yeah. What would you think of uh, the happy birthday to Tyrod Taylor that the the, the media – Oh, could... that's great right that's there. nice. Right? Like, what, who's your pro team? What's your football team? Oh, the Cowboys, man. The Cowboys. Right. Right. Well, I saw them play yesterday. You watched them? Well, Dennis is not too happy to hear that. Um, did you watch the yeah. game, the Hall of Fame game, Jones? Yeah. Yeah, I was watching it. It was a really good game. Uh Glad they made that, that comeback. I know it's preseason at all, but yeah. comeback victory is a comeback victory, you know? Yeah, no, even their backup. They have such a great offensive line, the Cowboys, but their backup old linemen are tremendous. They, they really oh, got yeah. a lot of depth on that team. They, 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 I, they, I enjoyed yeah. that they uh, played lay, uh, Collins last night, you know, yeah, yeah. since his injury. Yep, I agree. And yeah. there I watched down, a little so. bit of the game. I didn't watch the whole game. You know, it's tough to – it's so early preseason. That, you know, these guys have just been yeah, in camp really. for a week, you know, so it's tough. Yeah, you know? but it was good, you know, football, any, any type of football, we'll take it, you know. I agree. I agree. So you're fired up for the season. It's almost here. Yeah, yeah. Looking, looking forward to the season. Uh, I'm planning actually a trip to go to, De- to the Denver game for week two. Oh, Dennis. I'm uh, sorry, Anthony, you hit us? It'll be uh, my first Cowboys game I've ever gone to. And Maybe you should go with Anthony. Anthony's a big uh, Broncos fan. Hey, That's if gonna... Van wants to come, we, he can come. Uh, we can go hit up stores, you know. Ann knows about the stores in Denver. Oh, the I Den- do know about those stores. Look, he's getting excited. Yeah, it's uh, illegal marijuana's over there. Yeah, that's what they uh, say. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Dennis. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Ant. You know, that's actually, man, that's why he's a Bronco fan. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Probably, you know. I just realized this. It's unfortunate. Uh, yeah, maybe you should hook up here with Juan, dude. Maybe you know, you guys go to the, uh, you know. It's unfortunate that he's going to go all the way to Denver just to see them get their ass kicked. Oh, nice. Return uh, serve. You guys were just going to have a nice time uh, at the ganja store in Denver. And okay, sir, you're speaking over the sound effects store. Obviously, you're not part of the team, so you don't know how this works. Uh, yeah, but listen, your Cowboys, I think, are going to be very good this year. I'll look in the side. I think your Cowboys. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to their season, you know, and. I will say this, though. I want to tell you this, though. Hold hold on. Sir, sir, please, I'm talking, Juan. So I want to say this to you. When I talk, you have to listen. So here's the thing. I have to tell you this. I am concerned for your QB, the Dak Prescott. Big fan of the guy, no doubt about it. But here's the problem. Sophomore jinx. I think I just put it on him. Uh, I don't want to do that, but I'm telling you, I think these defensive coordinators are going to have this guy down pat. They're going to know how to defend against him. Zeke Elliott, he's going to run amok. He's tremendous, no doubt about it. But I'm telling you right now, you got to be careful. Don't expect the same success out of Dak Prescott that you got this past year. I promise you that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've learned that with the Cowboys, you know. There's one good season, and then the following season goes bad. So It's not just that. No, one, 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 one. It's not just that. It's the defensive quarters. They, they, when a rookie quarterback comes in, they, they, school, they, they school themselves. They learn how to defend against them. And then, you know, we'll see how he does this year. But, you know, uh, I think I'll have a good year. I just think it's that sophomore jinx. That's what that means, in my opinion. Anyway, thank you for calling him, Juan. You're happy to hear I just put the hex on him, huh, Dennis? Very happy. Yeah. That, nothing makes me happier. I mean. Well, I put the hex on your, 
Well, yeah. Aaron, Aaron Judge. I mean, yeah, judge. you obviously have some voodoo powers. Yeah, well, Aaron Judge, yeah, he didn't play yesterday for the Yankees. Bench Jones. I mean, uh, what's his name? Bobby Gray? What's the pitcher's name? He came in, he gave up. Sonny uh, Gray. He, Bobby Gray, Sonny. He gave up uh, two earned runs, I believe, and then uh, the rest of your, your – the offense decided to make uh, – a defense play, had errors up the wazoo, right? Well, the Yankees. Yeah, the, the infield – well, the whole team forgot how to play in the first inning yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they just error after error. Error! Yeah, so the Yankees uh, lost to the Indians 5-1. to one. So, uh, Sonny Gray, well, I mean, a lot of Yankee fans, I think, are happy with him. No, I mean, he had, he had uh, he gave three walks, two earned runs, six strikeouts. Uh, you know, were you happy with him? Uh, d- <sighs> okay, that sounds like a ringing endorsement. <laughs> Happy's not the right word. I was pleased with his outing. It was a disappointment to see that the defense let him down, but he recovered from a bad first inning. So... His next start will be. <coughs> Who do you have? Six innings, right? Six yes. innings pitch, yeah. So, well, look, at least you guys, we need two back now for the uh, Red Sox. I believe, yes. Mm-mm. Yeah, you gotta be careful of that. Don't let that pile up. Don't let. I'm t- <laughs> Jinx Jones. I just can't. Can we go the other way? Just and start can't doing. Just, just, just letting you know. You got well. You get the Bobby Abreu syndrome with uh, Aaron Jones. <laughs> Dude, whenever he Diagnosed. gets or anything like that happens, people tweet me. They just screenshot the Yankee stuff. Not even Met fans, like just, <laughs> just baseball fans. or just wrestling fans. You know, they just they get it. You know. Um, so anyway, uh, I'm trying to you know, mask the fact that my Mets also lost yesterday. They lost five to four to the Rockies. Uh, walk off walk. It's always a fun way to lose a game. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most uh, anticlimactic way to lose a baseball game. It's just. Just walk in the winning run. Like, I don't even know what to say. And did you see this? I didn't watch the game. I heard about it. I didn't see the game. I watched it. I thought I was watching live. It was actually the rerun, but I couldn't <laughs> believe what happened. He did, I think he walked three batters that inning, and yeah. the last pitch he threw, he threw to like the third seat in the no. second row. And please stop yelling. Oh, sorry, you're not. Will you stop? My bad. <laughs> <laughs> The fade the off fade ant left. is the best. No, the fade away ant is tremendous. <laughs> that is just great stuff. Yeah, so, uh, look, I, I, we're done. The Mets, we're just playing for, you know, uh, we're playing to watch the new shortstop, you know, Rosario. What do you two triples so far? He's doing pretty good, though, right? He's doing he one triple yesterday. Hey, what do you have? A triple yesterday, too, no? Yeah, he's got back to back games with a triple. That's what I thought. Yeah, I read something online about that. So we'll see. I mean, uh, any other baseball talk I could tell you is the Dodgers are coming to New York here to play the Mets starting tonight, and we are in trouble. Um, The Dodgers are phenomenal. So the Dodgers are coming, and they are loaded, and they are probably the best team in the game, right? I mean, they are World Series bound. God, I feel like it was just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I was sitting here proudly wearing a New York Met hat. All the Met fans, we're going to the big show. We're going to the World Series, mother. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. not happening. That ain't happening. Cubs fans calling. Well, we're going too. No, no Dodger fans. They laid low. Yeah. Dodgers are phenomenal. Ain't no doubt about that. So, uh, so that's the deal on your baseball chatter. So. Uh, I'm going to get into some football talk here, too. We talked a little bit of football a few seconds ago, but uh, sad news, though, and I was talking earlier about Brady, his birthday, and then Tyrod Taylor's birthday that no one cared about, uh, unfortunately, <clears throat> AFC quarterbacks. Speaking of AFC quarterbacks, Miami Miami Dolphins' Ryan Tannehill uh, quarterback uh, m- apparently had a 
might have career, I'm sorry, uh, season-ending uh, uh, knee surgery. Um, I saw the clip of this. I don't think anyone even really hit him. Uh, it was in in, pre- you know, in uh, practice in camp. Looked like they were going live. They had full pads on, and you know, usually the quarterback's off limits, so nobody nailed him. He was running. He ran the ball uh, towards the flat on the right side of the field. He was running out of bounds, and like I said, I don't think anybody touched him. He kind of jumped. Did like a little hurdle for some reason. I don't know if it was his knee. I don't know what. And then he just fell out of bounds, and that was it. So, you know, he's uh, that sucks for the Dolphins. That's a problem. You know, the Dolphins uh, supposedly were going to be a big, big power in the AFC. So um, they still can be. The interesting thing is uh, Fox Sports analysts and former quarterback from uh, from the Dolphins, right? Jay Cutler played for the Dolphins, didn't he? No. Uh, Who did he play for? Denver and then Chicago. Chicago. My is he the guy from Long Island? No, no you're th- Jay Feely? Oh, Feely. God, he dang, played for the Dolphins. Older. Yeah, he played for the I got confused with the Jays. <laughs> oh, say Jay Cutler. Oh, Cutler. Oh, yeah, the guy from the, the, the Chicago Bears. Yeah, he's the guy, and he's apparently expressed interest in joining the Dolphins. Well, Jiminy Crickets, you got to sign him right away. I'm thinking Jay Feely. I'm like, geez, Jay Feely. How old is Jay Feely? Probably not a good idea to have Jay yeah, Feely like, come back and play for you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, uh, so Jay Cutler, jeez, ah, if I'm the Dolphins, I'm getting this guy in the uh, turquoise and orange right away. So, uh Oh, and the uh, Miami uh, head coach, Adam Gast, uh, was Cutler's offensive coordinator in, uh, in the, with the Bears a couple of years ago. So there's that connectivity there. So this could be a good plus. Not maybe plus the wrong word. I think I like Tannehill. I feel bad for the guy, and I feel bad for his family and for him when that happens. You work your ass off, and then you get hurt right before the season. Uh, you work in the offseason, you know. But um, for the Dolphins fans, I wouldn't panic because if they bring in the Jay Cutler, uh, this guy's a vet. He knows what he's doing. Uh, and that connectivity with uh, Coach Gast. And I know I'm saying his name wrong. But, and uh, Cutler as the offensive coordinator. That's a, that's instant uh, uh, chemistry right there between the offensive coordinator along with the, um, with the what do you call it, with the quarterback. I, I wouldn't touch like a Colin Kaepernick and stuff like that, right? Because there's a lot of scuttlebutt about him, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously he's probably the biggest free agent quarterback still unsigned. I mean, I can't name anybody else off the top of my head. Right, 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 but, right, right. And he's, you would think he still has something left in the tank, so why right. hasn't a team picked him up? Because of his protests and... Yeah, he's uh, negative Nelly kind of. Hey, uh, Dave in uh, Prospect Park, Pennsylvania, you are on the Taz Show. What do you say there, Hammer? Hey, Taz, how are you? Hey, I'm good, not bad. What's going on there, horse? Not much. Hey, Loverjack, how you doing? Good, how are you, Dave? Good. I'm doing well. I have a question. Um, my question is, what's going on with the Bailey situation? I mean, I know, is she really injured? Is it, mm. I mean, is Sasha going to get her shot? Uh, first off, I I watched the, the bump. I'm glad you called about this. I watched the bump back a couple times when she got thrown out of the ring, Bailey, on uh, Raw. She kind of landed a little bit on her shoulder and rolled out of the ring, and then grabbed her shoulder. I got to be frank. I I hope I'm wrong. I mean, it might be. I haven't really paid attention to a ton of news uh, yesterday about wrestling, so I don't know. Maybe it's out there that it's a shoot injury or not. I don't know. I hope she's not really hurt. I don't know if she is, and this is why. What jumped out to me was Michael Cole on play by play. As soon as she went outside the ring, said, 
and I can't remember how she he said it, but as soon as she landed or came out of the ring, he mentioned her shoulder like very quick. Um, you don't normally do that unless you know it's a legit bad injury or you're told to say it or you kind of know where the story's going. So to me, that kind of jumped out a little bit. Some would say, well, nothing happened. She got thrown kind of under the bottom rope and rolled out. Well, you can actually hurt yourself. If you land on the side of your shoulder, uh, Dave, like right on the side, like uh, you can pop your shoulder out. I, um, you know, I, I don't think she's also, I really, I also don't think she's hurt, legitimately hurt, because they had uh, their social media team in video of her with the trainer doing through some mobility test and then had her eyes stop and crying and stuff like that. I don't think they would have shown those tests while it, while she's, I don't think, I think cameras are off limits if someone's legitimately hurt from what I remember about working for WWE, you know what I mean? Um, right. So where they're going with this, with her, I don't, I'm not really sure. I can't sit here and lie to you. I guess time will tell, you know what I mean? Right. I, I just want like, now is Sasha going to get her shot or is it just going to be, I mean, like. Uh, Sasha, right. I don't know if you noticed, Dave. It kind of looks like maybe they're going to heel, right, heel route, slow turn with this girl. That's kind of seems like where they're going. You know what I mean? Uh, kind of like she's shown a lot of little like weird and the friendship with her and uh, and uh, Bailey. It seems like there's something wrong, right? No, yes. Uh, what do you think, Dennis? You feel like? I want to say they'll end up doing a triple threat. But we'll we'll see. <clears throat> That's not the question. That's not the question I asked you, sir. I, don't don't give me your wrestling analysis. I I don't I, I okay. don't give a shit about it. I asked you a simple question, Red Jones. Okay, very simple. I don't care. Potty mouth. I don't care because I'm tired of you playing your little co-host game. I asked you a question. Could you please answer, sir? Please. May you repeat the question, sir? No. Yes. Right. Exactly. Yes. So you agree with me then? Indubitably. You said yes. I do. The question, douchey, was <laughs> do you think that they that Sasha has definitely shown more heel? Oh yes. Oh <laughs> look, oh yeah. Now I do. Yeah, oh yes, absolutely. No. Uh, please pay attention, sir. Please. I'm begging you. All right, look, I gotta go to break. One hour down, one hour to go. Taz show very busy here. Uh we'll get into uh some calls on the other side of break. It was something else I wanted to talk about. Good Lordy B. I can't remember what the heck it was. Um, is there any other football stuff? No, I don't think so, right? I don't know uh, about football. Game last gone. night, Tannehill injury, uh, Eagle safety makes a comment about Kaepernick. But that... You think we should talk about Jerry Jones on the other side of break? Oh, yeah. No one cares. All right, Brett. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, Tash, show back here. Uh, one hour down, one hour to go. Going to kind of fix up the botch I made about the Miami Dolphins' past quarterback. The name was all wrong. Punters, this, that. Oh, hey. Uh, get into that a little bit. Take some phone calls too. But first, I want to tell you the support for the Taz Show, guys, comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, the mortgage company that decided to ask question, ask the question, why, why can't the mortgage experience be better for everyone? Really, why can't it be? Why do mortgages require paperwork? Why in this day and age? 
Quicken Loans answers all these questions and more with Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And check it out, guys. Rocket Mortgage, no, it's flat out. It's just simple. Okay? Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, it's real easy, boys and girls. Go to rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. That's rocketmortgage.com slash TAS. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. Rocket Mortgage by QuickMortgage. Yes, they support this show here. We need to support them. That's how we do this. No doubt about it. You know what I'm noticing, too? bit of a different aura around here behind the scenes of the Taz show because we got a call, a conference call at the end of the show with one of the big bosses that doesn't work in this building. That's the biggest nightmare, you know, in entertainment when you have to have a conference call with one of the bosses and it's not in the same building you're in that you don't see all the time. Those are the scary ones, especially when you're a member on my team or two members that really don't do their job well. So they are panicked, not me. Uh, are you prepared for this call later? You know the call I'm talking about, and you know who it's with. Ready and excited. Very no. much. No. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sure you are. I don't know if Anthony is. <laughs> I don't want to put words in his mouth. Andy, you looking forward to the call later? Uh, mm, yeah, I guess. You like me on the call with the one boss, though. I know that. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I'm just like in the back. Like, yeah. Without saying too much, maybe you could share with the audience, without saying names and getting yourself fired. Um, it's enjoyable, isn't it? It's I, very, if, from my perspective, personally, it's very enjoyable. Just I'm a little bit of a different cat with the bosses, right? Yeah. No shit Jones, as they call me. You know, Indeed. Yeah. On the streets. Yes. You're damn right. On the streets. Well done. Urban Jones right there. So uh, I botched the quarterback thing. So did you, Dennis. Uh, I was talking about Jay Fiedler. Right? Correct. Initially, I thought he was the guy that was going to come in and play quarterback instead of Ryan Tannehill because Ryan's hurt for the Dolphins. And Jay Fiedler is how old? 45, a spry 45. Yes. uh, From Oceanside, which is in Nassau County, right by the water there on Long Island. And um, he's actually a very successful quarterback trainer. I, my son knows uh, a kid that trains with him, um, actually. So um, I got confused, and so did you. There's A.J. Feely, who was the punter, no, the quarterback. And then there's Jay Feely, who was the kicker. Didn't Jay Feely also kick for the Giants? The Jets, I want to say. Or was the it the Jets? Jets? It might have been. Uh, Jay F- I don't like Jay Feely. He... Uh... He's such a turd. He's like an analyst now for... You said turd, right? Yes. But he is stupid. Why would you call an analyst a turd? If the guy's an analyst, why would you say that about him? I mean, I heard Chris Collinsworth. He's kind of a turd. I mean, in my opinion. Yes. Last night. I, I, I can't stand that guy. Oh, he kicked for both the Giants and the Jets. I told you. <laughs> we just... both were right. Oh, please. Don't ever I- I- encompass me and you. Okay? Don't do not do that. We are not a team, and I don't like you. Dwayne in Germany, you on a Taz show. What do you say there, Haas? 
Hey, how's it going, Taz? Good, good. Dwayne, you sound like Germany. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you sound like you're from like Columbus, Ohio. Well, what's going on there? What, what is what is that? I'm originally from uh, Bronx, New York. Uh, okay, let me get this straight. Uh, hold, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Wait a second. So you are from the Bronx, but your title now is you're from Germany. Yes. Okay, that works fine. Uh, what's going on, buddy? Uh, so you used to be in the military and stuff, though. And, and you stayed over there? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, wife and kids. All right, that's good. Tied me down and stuff, though. I hear, brother. Uh, what do you want to talk about? What's up? Yeah, I just wanted to put you over and stuff, though. You know, been uh, been a big fan of you since uh, your debut at the at the Garden and stuff, though. Uh, SmackDown hasn't been the same. Thank you. Ever since your, your departure and everything and stuff like that. Thank you, uh, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Forgot to say, uh, first time, long time, also. So. Oh, God, I'm choking on my water. Oh, what a yambag shot. There it is. Much hated thing to say on the show. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I would remember a guy who's from the Bronx who lives in Germany now, so I believe your first time, long time. Uh, well, I appreciate you supporting my career, sir. Thank you. Yeah, and I also had a question, too, and stuff, though. Yeah, man, go for it. Okay, um, it's about Bobby Roode. Uh, yeah. So whenever he does decide to uh, make the uh, jump from NXT... Well, uh, hold on. It's you? just so you, I think you. I don't know if you're aware of this, Dwayne. It's not up to him. It's when they decide. Oh, no, I mean, not, not necessarily. Him, but, <laughs> I know uh, what you're saying. I'm, I'm, it's yeah, semantics. Whenever the powers that be decide yes. to uh, move him from NXT to the, to uh, correct the powers that be. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. Okay, what else were you saying? Yeah. So, what show do you think would be a better fit for him? Though? I feel like someone asked this the other day. And uh, they called the other day, and I asked this. And I think I said SmackDown because that's what I would think. I think SmackDown. Um, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think right now SmackDown is a better show. I think that's uh, the better show. Dennis, didn't somebody call with the same question as Dwayne? I could have sworn that. Maybe not exactly the same, but it was basically. Okay, dude, I'm not saying word for word with Dwayne X. Like, maybe not exactly the same. Yeah, I know it was not exactly the same. Well, it's the same realm of the question. Yeah. Where would Bobby Roode end up? I'm not saying Dwayne hacks someone, but don't sit and say, well, but it's not the exact wording, Taz. I mean, please. Like, you're thorough. You're not thorough, Dennis. You're not. Sorry, Dwayne. bread. Okay, no, God, uh, Dwayne. I would, I would think that uh, Bobby is going to go uh, to SmackDown, my friend. I think he belong. He, he'd be better fit there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think so too. And stuff. Though. Yeah, that's that's what I would think. And I appreciate you calling, buddy. Thanks for your support. Keep it real in Germany. You know what, Dennis? You can't do that, dude. When I have a caller on the phone, uh, they're in in quasi. They are a guest in the moment, and you cannot embarrass me in front of people like that. Well, not exactly the same question. That, that, you know what that means when you say that, Dennis? That's you bullshitting. That's why, oh. that's why you can't keep a woman. Because you sit and you'd rather, you'd rather tell a lie than sit there and tell the truth. That's who you are. You know, they called me Honest Abe growing up. No, they didn't. They called you Jobber growing up. And the thing is, the thing is this. You'd rather tell a lie than tell the truth. Because instead of saying, I don't remember who called. I don't remember that someone called because then you know if you say that what's going to happen. I don't know. You know, so you you had no idea that someone. Hey, Ant, do you see that I caught him in a web of lies here? Do you see this? <laughs> Sorry. What? Oh, yes. My. Get, get him off the show. Get him. <laughs> what the? Fuck? What? What am I dealing with here? <laughs> Great. Uh, my, my, my booty. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> if I'm just a loser. Uh, 
And right now he's dying to get back on the show. He's so pissed that you locked him out. <laughs> he, did, oh, he just went, I God. hate you. He is just so mad right now. He's sitting there coughing and gaffing. <laughs> hey, Robert, Columbus, Ohio. Speaking of Columbus, uh, you're on the Taz Show. What do you say there, buddy? Hey, what's up, Taz? What do you say there, Buckeye? What's going on, buddy? Oh, hey, uh, nothing much. I was just uh, this past week um, catching up on some 205 Live, and um, I was thinking in my head, man, why? what is going wrong with this? Yeah. I know you've talked about it a lot on the show before, and uh, I was thinking back, back to the uh, CWC, and the thing that really stuck out to me is just the competitive, the competitive nature of it. I think if they added more of that and just less of the talking and like some of the just the yeah. um, some of the hokey writing and stuff. Yeah, I was thinking one idea that I thought might be cool. Hold uh, on, Rob, Rob, some- Rob, check this out, buddy. If you remember a while back, I was basically saying exactly what you're saying. A couple of weeks back, I was talking about this. And what I was saying was one of the problems that they have with the 205 guys is that they're treating them just like the talent they handle, they write for them, just like they write for the SmackDown and Raw talent. And you can't. You have to make them more athletic, different. And I even referenced when I was in TNA, the way the way the company handled the X Division was the right way because those, those talents were handled like athletes, like they were like X Games athletes. That's how they were handled as different type of athletes. And I think I think WWE needs to do the same thing with the two or five guys. To your point and to my point weeks ago, instead of treating them just like their regular talent summer on SmackDown. Exactly, and that's why I, I thought maybe like some time matches or maybe like a power ranking system would be cool. It's not bad. I like the ranking idea. You know, we did yeah, a yeah, ranking on uh, TNA. Uh, actually, Eric Bischoff came up with the idea. And we were doing this whole ranking thing. And it was it was a pain in the ass for Mike Tanay and I uh, to ke- stay on top of it. But actually, it ca- I think it came off pretty cool to the fans. I don't know if you were watching TNA back then. Uh, and I think years ago, in the, maybe it was the AWA or wherever it was, um, they were doing like a ranking thing. We've seen wrestling companies do that. But I think in a modern day uh, era or like a fantasy sports type of thing with the 205 Live guys could be cool too. Something more progressive, you know what I mean, Rob? Exactly, more progressive. And then I had a possible off-the-hook topic. Oh, you do, huh? What is it? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to lay it on you. It's uh, It'd be an off-the-hook stage design. We'd have like a maybe like a 98 Nitro going up against like a wow. 2003 SmackDown. You, sir, are a different type of thinker. I kind of like you. I think that's uh, pretty good. I wish that I had people that worked on my show that just had thoughts. Uh, at least your thoughts are really good. Um, that's not a shot at anyone. Let's be honest; it's a shot at everybody who works in the show. Um, yeah, that that's a that's a good idea, dude. Uh, we're not going to do it, but uh, it's a good idea. Maybe we'll do it down the road, but right now we're not because we have a poll up right now. Rob, do you not? Did you vote? I did. I did vote. I'm a big fan of the poll, though, man. You guys should come up with a poll T-shirt. It's not a bad idea. I think we're on that right now. Um, any way to make money, uh, that's what we do here. Look at so you go to uh, folks can go to Taz Show Live and you need to vote. Thank you, Rob, for calling. You need to vote. The question on there on the Twitter. Hey, hashtag the Taz Show fans. Taz wants to know what should next week's off the hook be. Vote now for your choice. Hashtag we over. Hashtag RTG, which stands for running the game. Your options are sports, all-stars, or uh, my thought of Chinese food, which I think is a great idea by me. Uh, right, Dennis? Yeah, sure. I think so. Right. What's going great. on? great. Uh, 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 
you got to stop. Can't do that. Maybe Ant's <laughs> best contribution to the show. Cannot do that, sir. And it's not right, dude, but he does. It's just, I'm just telling you, it's not cool. That hurts my feelings. That's, but Ant, you need to, sorry, get him back on. Get him back on. You, you need to, between that hiss and the air condition, well, we got an update on the air condition, by the way. I'll give you guys that in a second. <laughs> did, you, heard, you heard the update, right? That Ant, yeah, I did. That's unbelievable. Um, he right, no-sold it, too. Who, Den, uh, uh, Seth. Seth? Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, basically what now, happened. What are you talking about? <laughs> basically... Seth comes in here yesterday, rudely breaking down the set in the middle of a post-production meeting, and rudely just... I have video proof. Do I not, Dennis? I have video proof of this. Oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, I do. I have video proof of him because there was another show coming in. We got to break down the set. Oh, she's coming in. She's coming in. Some pretty blonde girl. She's coming in to do a show. I don't remember her name. She does a very good podcast about women. I don't know what it is. Uh, that was sexist. Um, on play. Not it. Uh, do you remember her name? I met the girl once. She's a nice girl. Her she name was, is her name's Olivia. She was yeah. on the Bachelorette. Yes, Bachelorette, which is for girls, not Bachelor for guys. So uh, what's that? Well, you can what's have that? a uh, what's that? Oh yeah, <laughs> the old hidden door trick got you. Yeah, yeah right. that's right. Um, so, <laughs> so the thing is, uh, Seth came in. He just rudely just breaking down the set right in front of me in my meeting. And he said, oh, by the way, oh, you, you do that. So about the air conditioner. He gave us an update on the air conditioner. Well, uh, I, no one even asked him, by the way. We didn't even ask. Well, oh, you actually, you know how it stemmed. Olivia was like, what are all with all the fans? Well, uh, the air conditioner doesn't kick on until <laughs> 9 a.m. And these guys are here early. And you were like, oh, yeah. Speaking of uh, air conditioners. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, uh. It hasn't shipped yet. It's not shipped. No, no, that's not what he said. It hasn't shipped yet, and actually, it's not happening. Dude, that's what he said. I didn't hear the second part. Yeah, did you hear him? He the said first it's, part it's, got me. He said it's not happening. Yeah, he just like, and then what? went on to the next thing. <laughs> he just blew it off. <laughs> I thought. So that's why he hear all the hiss and the piss. And I'm like, well, well, I didn't even get mad. I'm like, whatever, man. You know, I saw the emails. Of the, the the financial approval of the air condition for in here, and it's he just you know I don't know he just didn't even he just said it's not happening. He didn't say why. Seth, I know you're texting me. I'm not gonna read your texts. He's texting me, Dennis, right now. He's texting me like rapido. Ah, would you read it on air, please? I need all the pub I can get. <laughs> Did you hear about Paulie? I do this podcast. Hey, yeah, you. That's messed up. Oh, my God. From Brooklyn to the world. <laughs> Starring Seth and Paulie Madge Malinagio. <laughs> and some guy, Pete. Pete's the co-host, Seth. Well. He's actually a real co-host. I have top billing. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. This 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 shit behind the scenes here is just <laughs> brutal. Just absolute brutality. The stuff I deal with, you people have no idea. You have no idea. So what happened when Olivia came in? She did her show. I, I was, you know, me flashed the pants. Thanks for coming. See you later. Apparently, I heard scuttlebutt. She had a bunch of people here or something. What happened with this? So, show ends. We, uh, you know, we do our post show meeting, and Aunt uh, or Seth just dominates. Oh. We're trying to talk, and and all you, it's like con construction oh, work like going he's on. He's ripping, ripping down everything. Ripping down everything. We can't do it. So, I do my audio end. Aunt does his video end. 
you do your uh, look both ways for you, for you. <laughs> you head out on the town, <laughs> yeah. and you're you're out. So I finish and I go over to Ant to see if he needs help with anything or just uh, really to to annoy him. Yeah. And we hear this just like rumble from down the hall, and we're like, "What the hell is going on?" And we look, and it's Olivia's guest, and. Well, they they were just happy to be like they were just yelling, cheering. What were they doing? They just it was like ah, it was more ah, stampede than than jubilation. Oh, what's that? And there was no joke. Eight people that fit in this. She studio. had eight people on the show. Eight people with her on the show. I don't know about on the show. That doesn't that that podcast doesn't concern me. I have one focus, and it's the Taz Show live daily, seven eight and nine a Eastern. <laughs> so, Okay, and okay, so she came in here with eight people, uh, yeah, and they we, touched everything, except your windscreen was clean because you take it with you. No, so no one's touching my buds on my screen. You know that nobody. <coughs> That's not happening. Not happening. Not possible. She had eight people on the show. It was just like an entourage. Here. It, an ent- I believe it was an entourage, and it was just how they shoot with the cameras. Eight people, and there's there's not that many cameras. How'd they do that? Uh, good question. What was the show about? Uh, love lost. Oh, oh, you she, should. Were you on the show? <laughs> hey, Olivia, are you looking for a uh, pudgy redhead to uh, wallow? That and... girl, Olivia, uh, dude, uh, she is definitely um, out of your league, as the cliche goes. Most uh, women are, yeah. Yeah, she's a six foot one blonde, uh, you know, 28, 29 years old, and she looks educated. Um, so, uh, and she sounds it. Uh, you, sir, are. Um, a high school football star in a small town called Orange. Uh, so, uh, you know, that's it. By the way, I, I have one more question about you, and then I'm tired of talking to you. What, if you don't want, can I ask you a question on the air? I'm going to ask this off air. I, I, I but I, I want you to be serious, though. Okay. But I don't want to make you feel bad. That's why. I, I don't really have much emotions, but go ahead. <laughs> I go, I don't want to make you feel bad. After some of the, <laughs> my wife's like, no, Sometimes Liz- I get done here. She don't even talk to me because I'm so mean to you. I disagree with that. She gets so upset at me. Like, she goes, you need to be nicer to these people. I go, really? They suck. They're barnacling off of me. Do you not realize that? I mean, we realize that. I have a question. So you're this big football star, and I know there's going to be – I'll put a little teaser out there. Okay. There is a video. Which is hilarious. <laughs> that I, and this is just a tease here. That my man Lean Mean put together on Dennis's high school football career. He has legitimate footage, and it is just priceless. That's funny. Now you, Dennis, I told you about it. You you didn't see it yet. I right? have not seen it. Correct. And you claim, wink. You claim that you did not give this footage I will, I to sw- Lee Min. So I will swear Lee on anything Min I did. Somehow, you're such a famous high school football player from Orange County that your footage is public in some library, right? Yeah, the uh, the New York State High School Hall of Fame. Uh, I think my jersey's up there. No. With um, the yeah. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's of the world. <laughs> yeah. So somehow, someway, uh, Dennis's mom, Lean Mean got all the footage <laughs> and photos of Dennis playing football in high school. Now, I have to say, I watched this, and you didn't see this yet, right? I did not. We're going to air it uh, on the Taz show soon. Uh, Lee means sitting on it right now. It's not for public consumption, as they say. It's very funny. 
I got to say, though, I, I was very impressed by watching some of the stuff I saw and some of your accolades that you actually were a really good player. And you looked like the prototypical inside linebacker, high school linebacker. You know, you had that look. You know, that, that badass, crazy guy, except for the red hair part. You know, like... Um, it's a uh, job. Yeah. Well, I actually played football in high school. With our center was this kid, Steve Pristina, who was a, just a tough son of a bitch. And he, had the, he was a ginger like you. He had an afro. No, he was I, a white dude with an afro, with the ginger afro. I had long hair. Dude, he was a bad apple, this kid. I mean, real bad, no, I don't mean not by the red when I say apple, I'm just saying. But, but he was a bad apple. But So I, I, play, you know, I played with a guy that was a, a tough son of a bitch that was a ginger. So you looked like you were a tough player. You looked like a no-shit guy on the field. Okay, you did. You did. You're rocking the 44. You had the Under Armour sleeves on your calves because you got no calves. I know why you did that. <laughs> I saw the Under Armour sleeves. Um, Matt Stack and you look like you should be on the same team. You were the defensive captain. Matt Stack was the offensive captain. Am I not correct? So far, so good. Okay. I have this question. If you were this good of a player, I think you know where I'm going already. Okay. You went to ECU, East Carolina University, okay? Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. The same alma mater as Vince McMahon. Correct. You and Vince, that's about all you have in common. You did graduate from ECU, correct? I did, yes. The Pirates, purple and gold. Now, big D1 football. That's big-time football right there. You know that. American Athletic Conference. You're damn right. Okay, legit football program. Legit, legit. Okay? I'm not saying many kids out of upstate New York are recruited to a program like ECU because it doesn't happen. Uh, Very rare, you know? I know kids like I played with in the city where I played that end up getting recruited to Syracuse, some Virginia Tech, believe it or not. Um, mostly Syracuse, you know. So uh, I'm trying to think of other. Um, I know I actually one of the Harmon brothers, Rutgers, yes, but one of the Harmon brothers, Derek and Ronnie Harmon. You know these guys? If you look them up, Harmon, H A R O M. They went to Bayside High School, and one of them, I can't remember which one, went to Iowa, and was a star at Iowa, and one of them played for the San Francisco 49ers. So I uh, I played against the Harmon brothers when I was in high school. They went to Bayside High in Queens. And uh, anyway, so, so you know, we get sometimes some big-time programs. Uh, when you get that info, let me know. So, so the thing is, you never heard of Derek Harmon or Ronnie Harmon? Ronnie Harmon I've heard of. Yeah, he played for the, I think he played for the 49ers. Played for the Bills, the Chargers. Yeah, but his main bulk, I think that's the one. I always confused him. That was with the 49ers. For was the other one named Derek? I think it was Derek Harmon. Yeah, it was a lot of years ago. Regardless, um, I, my question for you, sir, is... You look like you were a really good player, and you, you're not a little guy. I mean, you're probably, what are you, six foot? You're definitely six foot, right? You're 5'11", yeah, six if foot? I, if I stand up tall enough. Well, because you got the saggy body now, yeah, you know? So yeah. you sag Life, shag, Life's got me down. <laughs> sag shit Jones. That's you. So the thing is, the thing is, why did you not play football in college? A D2, a D3, a 1AA back in the day were very popular, as you know. Why? I mean, truly. Yeah, yeah seriously. I, Your uh, grades sucked. What happened? No, no. My grade, actually, I had good grades in high school. I weaseled my way. What was your SAT? Uh, SAT. You're lying already. Wait, no, that pause. 1175, 1195, one of those right. two. What was your GPA? We didn't do GPA. We did like 90. I was, I was like a 92 Holy or 93. Shit. Dude, wait a second. Snake it till you make it, man. I took a lot of... Wait a second. Wait, let me get this straight. Took a lot of home ec classes. You were that good of a player. Nah, it don't matter. And you had that kind of GPA, and you couldn't go and play for a university in New Hampshire or for a UMaine or... No, not not that I couldn't. I had to get recruited if Matt Stack was on a team. Matt Stack was the premier athlete. 
with the Rochester. Section nine, kind section of nine suck. player of the year. Senior yeah, no, but year. Who else recruited him? Any big programs recruit him? No, I don't know. He sounds like your coach kind of sucked, to be honest. No, I'm not going to say that about Coach Deliso. Great guy. Well, he didn't get anybody recruited. You got a Matt Stack. He's got to go to a big time program. We ran the triple option. It wasn't a real throwing program. I'm familiar with the triple option. I'm very know. familiar. What about you? Who did anyone recruit you? I. Yes, I didn't want. I truly was burned out from playing football. I wanted my high school to be the end of it, and that was that. And I told the coaches made me. Wait, wait, I, whoa, 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 whoa. S- s- slow down. I can't go that quick with those kind of comments. Okay. okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Did you just say you were burnt out from playing so much football? Yeah. Okay. You can't get burnt out playing football. It's not like because there's no summer sport. The meaning like there's no travel football programs. You play high school ball, or you played middle school ball. You played youth ball, obviously, right? Right. How old did you start? Ten years old. Nine? I was. I actually started late in football. I didn't start till eighth grade. So you shouldn't have even been burnt out. You didn't even play a lot. No. No, I mean, I mean it. You played eighth grade. You played ninth grade. Well, how long were you on JV? Two years or one year? One year. They moved you up to three. sophomore. You just start as a sophomore, or not? You just got sophomore some reps. I did, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you started for three years on the varsity. Mm-hmm. Have I pointed out when I got when I was on the varsity, I was a three-year captain, sophomore, junior, senior. Have I mentioned that? I think I did. I might have mentioned that. Yes. That sounds familiar. That's a well-known sentence in my house. My kid is sick of hearing it. You have no idea. Well, now he, he can throw in your, hey, Dad, I am, uh, I'm playing lacrosse in college. Well, no, he doesn't say that. He says this. A letter and a number. He just says it just like this. D1. That's all he says. Dude, you know how it is. When someone says that, you're done. They take yeah. all the bullets out of your gun. The yeah. game's over. Walk away. Just you, well, then you come back with multi-time world champ. <laughs> well, I can and all that. I've sold out arenas. <laughs> yeah, I, I've done that. Who have you that. beat? I've, I've, I've done that, too. It's very petty in my home. <laughs> That's the way my kid's just like me. So you had to get recruited somewhere, dude. I mean, you you were a good player, and you had a really good uh, GPA. Yes, I. but I'm telling you, I just... Uh, you were burnt out. It was. Uh, I don't. I don't believe. Ant, do you believe this story? Because I don't believe that. He probably was carved out. <laughs> no, I, I. truly, man. I didn't get fat until I went to college. Okay, I really get, enjoyed I, myself. I don't want to talk to anyone. This is a one-on-one I'm, convo. Me and you, Dennis. One-on-one. Mano a manos. Okay, we got to go to break here in a second. But I really need to know the truth because I don't believe I'm the, you the truth. Thing. I don't believe you. Okay. How could you be? Did you, you have a girlfriend? Did you have a girlfriend? Uh, not a. Yeah, no. I. Uh, when you were a senior, <laughs> did you have a girlfriend? No, not technically. Okay, I was a weasel. What, 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 what little kids here? I mean, no, I was. A, I didn't have a <laughs> a girlfriend keeping you from going to college. That's not no, no, oh, no, 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 not that. Okay. No, absolutely not. I don't buy the burnout thing because you started in eighth grade and football. It's not like baseball or lacrosse or soccer where kids can play all year round. Football, you just play in the season. Yeah, but at at our high school, um, football oh, was. The, I mean, as most high schools are, football was the preeminent sport. Yeah. So when the season ended, usually around um, middle of November, you would get the rest of November off, mm. and then you already start weight training for the next season at our high school. So you were burnt out. Obviously, you didn't do a lot of that. I'm just no. saying. No. So you were burnt out from. So you were burnt out from 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 training in the weight room. Is that what you tell me? Training, and then uh, we would do a lot of like uh, you know how they do. Um, what does the NFL call it? Like, Hard work. Uh, no. OT, oh. What are OTAs? Uh, Organized team activities, but they're voluntary. We had a lot of voluntary workouts because they quote you, you unquote get in trouble. The coaches and right. Yeah, and, so if, and cap- if you don't show, when I was in high school, they were called captains' practices. Oh, okay. So that just means the the school, the coaching staff can't call it. <laughs> right. Yeah, wink, yeah. wink. We, that, yeah, yeah, we had yeah, a lot so of those. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I've, uh, I know. I, I, I actually, uh, 
No, nah, whatever. I don't want to. All right. So, okay. I don't understand. Now I'm going to break. I'm going to break now. Actually, I'm going to go to break. But I, I. But the only thing I don't understand is how someone like you, as a player you are, can go to a college that's such a good football program and not be envious that you're not on that team or at least walk on or something. I had uh, I had made peace with my football career. So you were done. You were done. So. High yeah. School Jones, thanks for coming. Newberg, you suck ass. All right, Tasha, we'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, fourth quarter city here, Friday edition. As we barrel into the weekend, we're going to have to get rolling here a little bit. Uh, before I wrap on, or roll into, I should say, the next topic of uh, something here. Um, Dennis was had some final thoughts on his own football career. He said he was he was burnt out, did not want to play in college. That's why he didn't play in college. He supposedly was this great linebacker in high school. Uh, can you tell me some of the schools that recruited you uh, and don't lie? Uh, a lot of the SUNY... SUNY stands for basically state school. Okay, that's a SUNY means. Uh, you know, it's a state university, state of, New university York. of New York. State school, no money, Jones. Okay, go ahead. Cortland. Uh, D3. The uh, Red, Red Dragons. Next. Wagner. Uh, Steve Wagner. They're in Staten sea Island. Wolves. They're in Seawolves in Staten Island. Yes. Um, Marist. Marist is the Red Foxes, I believe. Correct. That's a real tough name. Uh, very tough name. Um, Red Foxes. Hee wee. Uh, <laughs> They're actually a very good, very good D one lacrosse program. Guys, continue. Any Ivies? No, Albany. No, Albany. Albany. Great Danes. Great Danes. Purple and gold. Albany. Uh, legit. Uh, really good football program now. Awesome lacrosse program. The Great Danes up in Albany. Yeah, another state school. Okay. Great party school. Uh, okay. Uh, Iona. Party school. Iona Gales. Uh, Burgundy and gold up in uh, the Westchester. See that Katie Lindendahl thinks she could match me on mascots for colleges? Nerd. Not a shot. Smoker. Any uh, any other D3s or D2s? Uh, not that I, I don't remember. Something tells me you had no speed. I think that's the problem. No, I was actually sneaky quick. 40. 4-8. Liar. No, true story. Liar. True story. And you believe this? Mm, I have to see the footage because, like, now, like, the way you're describing it. Well, I'm sure Lee Meme will mysteriously <laughs> get it from somewhere. Footage of me in the weight room. <laughs> yeah, he's calling out uh, Coach Staganetti or whatever your coach's name was. Deliso. Yeah. Hey, Coach, uh, you got that footage of uh, of, uh, of Jones? Oh, Big D? That's, was this, what's your nickname? Big D? Uh, no. For Big Dick? What was it? Yes. Oh, wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> False I advertising. Meant, I meant who, who, who you are. <laughs> And what happened? What was your nickname? The Big Red? What would they call you? Probably Big Red, I guess. Oh, you just, I, don't, I didn't have like a nickname. It was just maybe God, D Jones. Scream nicknames. D Jones would be D Jones 44. Yo, yo, yo. Right? I was huh? a big yo, yo. Yo, yo, Newberg. I'm telling you what. Bro, don't get what me. we're going to do is we're going to get up there. We're going to dance on their graves. Don't get Lost my headset. <laughs> Woo! 
Don't get me on a new birthday. Just I'll go off about new birthday. I'm going to have to have you do a guest speech, an impromptu speech this year. Oh, if they have the, the money, I'll do it. For the Newburgh-Monroe rivalry. I don't do anything for free, sir. No, I know not, that. I'm not nice. They have to pay me a lot of money. The, fo- the Monroe yes. Football Club can... The Parents Association will have to come together. up with... I'm not talking about the fringe of bucks yet, okay? No, no, six figures. Yeah, at we're least. looking at a lot of zeros, sir. I'm not going up to freaking Westchester County, wherever the F you live. Orange. Orange. Even the, higher. Up there in Middletown. So, I ain't going up there. I know about that area. It's dangerous up there, the woods. A lot of shit going on over there. I'll tell you that right now. I've been up there. I rest up there a lot. Hey, Brandon in Chicago, you're on the Taz Show. You're also on Facebook Live at Facebook.com slash the Taz Show. What's going on, Brandon? Yo, what's up, Taz? How, how are you, buddy? I'm all right. What's up? Listen. Uh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Lower your radio. What do you got going on? Are you listening to uh, disco? What do you got going on there? I know I'm in uh, Starbucks right now. <laughs> oh, you're getting a little coffee. All right, all right. Talk yeah, to me. Yeah, tell, yeah. tell them to lower the radio. <laughs> no, I kid. Go ahead. What's up? Oh, damn it. That feedback. What was that? Uh, well, I left now, so. All right. No problem. <laughs> Got it. Oh, my God. Uh, what's going on, buddy? Talk to me. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about um, the John Cena match right now because um, I heard that. The finish wasn't supposed to happen like that. Who'd you hear that from? They, uh, no, I mean, like, the, the Brad, you've called the show before, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you, you're uh, saying you read that the finish or heard, like, on a podcast that the finish was supposed to go that way? Yeah, uh, Dave, uh, I, can't, I can't say his last name. Oh, like uh, Shinobi. Gotcha. Yeah, so Dave Shinobi said it. All right, so uh, because someone supposedly stooge at him. So what are you what are you asking? So it was supposed to be a different. You're you're saying what are you asking me, bro? Yeah, you, no, no, I was saying that um, Baron Corbin was supposed to come and help Nakamura win, but I think that by him winning clean was better. Than, absolutely, than, uh, absolutely. Yeah. If that's true, okay, then it was a situation where they were maybe worried that John was hurt. Close to the suplex and just get him, let him get the win. John probably called the uh, audible or the ref did from the headset because someone in the grill position told the ref, "Let's wrap this thing up right now." God forbid, uh, John's really hurt bad, and or John maybe called that audible. So there could definitely been an audible in there. I mean, I don't, I don't know for sure. I, I like I said, Brandon, you know, I talked to people there, but I don't, I don't, I don't. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't overstay my welcome as a friend and ask them business questions. You know. But then uh, when SmackDown went off the air, uh, they had on WWE Network. Uh, Baron Corbin came out, came out and attacked uh, Nakamura. Right. And uh, John Cena put Baron Corbin through, through the announce table. So I think that was setting up uh, John Cena and Baron Corbin for SummerSlam. Uh, could be, but why would why would Baron Corbin come out to attack Nakamura if he had an issue I, with John Cena? I don't know. Maybe because uh, I think that Nakamura had beat Baron Corbin to get he, that match, right? Uh, I think he beat him. I don't remember if it was Dennis. Was it to get that match? He might be right. I don't remember. He, I don't remember to be honest. To, to get that match with John Cena. He did. Yeah, yeah, two weeks ago. Okay, so then, so he, that's redemption for I guess for you know Baron Corbin. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know what to say. I mean, if 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 someone's speculating or someone got word. That the finish was supposed to be something else, and it was, you know, yeah. Baron Corbin. I mean, that could be. I, I'm not calling the guy a liar. You know what I mean? I, I, that definitely could be. Uh, uh, what's that? 
Yeah, so another thing I got for you. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Hey, what's so, up, bro? How you doing, man? What's going on? <laughs> so look, so I'm, so you know I'm from Chicago, the, the greatest city in the world. You know that. No one cares. And, right, uh, right, right. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so what what what'll be like your favorite like moment, whether as a wrestler or as a commentator, in Chicago? I listen. I think and thanks for calling, dude. I think uh, Chicago, and I've said it many times, Brandon. Chicago was definitely. Uh, an awesome, awesome wrestling town. I mean, ain't no doubt about that. I used to love to work there. Um, one of my greatest times was in ECW. Um, I'm trying to remember. Rhino wrestled, or I wrestled. And then Rhino, maybe I wrestled Rhino. Then there was a run-in. I'm trying to remember. Something with me and Rhino. I ended up putting Rhino through a uh, through a table. And one, yeah, I wrestled him. And it got a little crazy to match, but Rhino was my man. I love Rhino, and and, and uh, that was a great moment. Uh, I cut a promo there. People were really uh, into me in Chicago. Chicago ECW fans loved the Taz character. There was also, I believe, my last pay per view match ever. Maybe you could check this, Dennis, because I can't remember. It was me and uh, Tanaka. Uh, what was his name? Tanaka, um, uh, with the forearms and and Mike Awesome. Uh, had a three-way, and I lost the championship there. Before this is when it was kind of known that I was going to WWE. You know, at that time, uh, and then uh, the locker room kind of met me on the stage, and Paul Heyman, and it was really nice, nice moment, really cool moment. Um, it was Chicago was great. I, I my other moment, if you you have that, it was me Tanaka. Was it Tanaka? Yeah, right. Hold on, I'm still looking. Mike Wilson. Uh, but WWE for me, like working there um, in Chicago at the Allstate Arena, I do remember one night, I think I might have told the story a long time ago here on the Taz Show. I was wrestling uh, K Quick, who is now, who's K Quick? You know? Our truth. Yeah, look at you. Ah, in Wrestling Encyclopedia Jones. That's you. No! Um, <laughs> Not even close. Yeah, no, I was wrestling Our <clears throat> truth who's a great guy and tremendous worker and a great guy to work with. And I want to say we either did a dark match or it was like a match like on jacked or metal. And I was a heel at the time and they wanted me to put him over, which I had no problem. So they were trying to build him up and it was on one of the lowest shows or a dark match. I can't remember. And again, heel Jones, that was me. We go out there. We actually had a really good match. And, um, uh, some people are saying it's actually on Facebook Live. Actually, Ron the Truth Killings. Uh, yeah, but that's his name. But I don't. I think when I wrestled him, he was all truth, and not just the truth. Ron the Truth Killings. I don't remember. But regardless, he was the baby face. I was the, the bad guy, and he won the match. And the whole place just booed like packed house. Booed like crazy. Really, really, really was pissed off that I lost the match. And they were chanting, bullshit, bullshit, all this stuff, right? Go back through the curtain, and I remember seeing Shane McMahon, and he's like, Who, uh, what, what, whose idea was that? I go, what do you mean? For you to lose. I, I don't know, you know, I'm gonna check with your old man. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. He's <laughs> probably your dad, dude, I don't know what to tell you. So, I mean, you know, I really, uh, well, that didn't work. I go, well, you know, sorry. <laughs> David Burns, Facebook Live, Taz as a heel? <laughs> I see nothing has changed, exactly. So, uh, so there you go. You have the match for me. I, it was what, me, Mike what Awesome. Year? What year was 1999, it? 1999, Jiminy Crickets, Chicago. 
Um, and I think it was a three-way match, and I got eliminated quickly in the match, which shocked people because I was a champion. And um, and I think it was uh, what's his name, Forearm Jones, Stiff City Jones from Japan. Tanaka, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's who it was, right? Tanaka, Masato Tanaka, and yes, Mike Awesome. Yes, 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 yes. I remember that. So that was in Chicago. So uh, yeah, I've had a lot of a lot of fun in Chicago, wrestling in Chicago for sure. Uh, Rob Robbie Sobo on Facebook Live Three Way at Anarchy Rules. Thank you, sir. That was the show, Anarchy Rules, and the new producer of the Taz Show, Robbie Sobo, because he's got his act together. Or his internet gives good information. Right, D Three Jones, Cortland City, Red Dogs, uh, Red Dragons, whatever the hell you are. Uh, so, excuse me. It's a red dragon. It was at the Odom in Village Park, Illinois. That's where that match was? That what? is correct. West Virginia Joe, you're on the Taz Show. What do you say to that, Haas? Last call over today. What's up? Always a pleasure, Taz. Thank you. Yes, sir. What's going on, buddy? Oh, I, as a kid growing up in the 80s, I was always a big mark for old Sergeant Slaughter. I had the G.I. Joe figure, you yep. know, the, the, the wrestling figure. And you got to work with him, of course. I always wanted to ask you, what effect did uh, old Sarge have on Taz's career, or did he influence it in Well, it's funny, man, because you mentioned Sarge, who's super guy, legend, you know, um, and behind the scenes, a nicer, a nicer person than he is on camera, you know, like really good guy. Um, for me, dude, um, and, and thank you for calling West Virginia Joe, I, I tell you, I, I might have said this a long time ago, when I first was trying to get into the WWF years ago, and I'm talking about, Jeez, it had to be like late, late 80s, like 89, 1990, somewhere in that realm. I was trying to get in there, and Sarge was a part of the office. You know, he was part of the booking committee. So Sarge received many of my VHS tapes. <laughs> um, kids, there was something uh, before DVDs. Now there's not even DVDs. I'm showing my age there. Now there's just a link. Uh, but there was something called VHS tape, these big-ass plastic things with, like, you know, footage in it, and uh, and I used to send my eight by tens to Sergeant Slaughter at, uh, at the WWF uh, office, and I would send my videotape and stuff, and I would send him a new package, uh, probably every couple of months, uh, just to you know try and get a job. I was as green as grass as way before ECW, uh, you know, just trying to get work. And um, I remember once I signed years later with WWE, and then debuted at the Garden. Sarge joked at me. He was backstage, and he goes, "Geez, I," I said something like, "I," I he goes, "Taz, I, I think I got you, you. sent me the most VHS tapes I've gotten from anybody." You know, like I said, "Yeah, I was trying to get in, man. I was persistent, you know." So, uh, you know, that type of thing. But Sarge, a good dude, man. Good man. Um, I actually, uh, one of my last appearances that I did, personal appearance, the last one I did was I don't know last year because I don't do these a lot. And it was in Queens uh, by, La, uh, by LaGuardia Airport here in New York. And it was a big-ass convention. I always forget the name of it, like the big event or whatever it was called. And Sarge was there. Um, I think he was there or the one prior to that. I can't remember. It was one of those events, and I saw him uh, backstage where a lot of the wrestlers get together, find out where they're going to go, what table to sign and stuff. And Sarge's like, hey, what's up? We talked for just a few minutes, you know what I mean? So, uh but yeah, no man, it was uh, uh he was always a great guy. Sarge was always a great guy. Always everybody always respected Sarge. Uh, no doubt about it. Um you know, I I have never seen anyone ever uh, have any ill things to say about him or 
bad words with him, you know. So just, just a legend, no doubt about it. Good man. Big as hell, too. People don't realize how big of a guy. I mean, he's probably... Sarge had to be, geez, 6'4", but like a big 6'4", like just a big man, you know? Um, but, yeah, good dude. Definitely a good dude, so... 6'4", 3'10". Yeah, no, but like, it just a, you know what I mean? Like, big guy. Stout. You know, just a, just a, just a burly, you know, just old school type, you know. Big dude, man. But uh, good man, good man, good man. No doubt, no doubt. I miss a lot of those guys. A lot of those men that were the generation, you know, a few generations before me that I worked with in WWE, you know, worked in the same company with guys like, you know, the, the legendary Pat Patterson or, you know, uh, uh, you know, Briscoe or... or um, Jack Lanza was just always just just a great guy. Uh, Black Jack Lanza, uh, Sergeant Slaughter, obviously uh, Tony Gurria. You know all these guys were working backstage. Uh, Ricky Steamboat, well, one of the greatest guys you ever could meet in your life. Uh, then Arn Anderson came to the fold, and Arn is just a man. You know, just Arn is just on. You know, just love on. Uh, I miss I miss all those guys. I really do. I miss I miss those guys. Those guys were really fun to work with. You know what I mean? Um, so. So, reminiscing Jones over here. Uh, before we wrap up, uh, yeah, because I'm kind of getting kicked out of the studio here because they got to tape something else uh, at 9:30. Yeah, so, it's going to be a good weekend for some of these people out there. What do you think, Dennis? Some people gonna have a good weekend. Uh, I hope so. I hope all the Tash Show fans have a great weekend. Uh, do you really? Yeah, it's great. I hope you have the best weekend ever. Ty Brumley. Facebook Live, uh, Terry I. Jones. Uh, no! Not really, but I get you drift. Um, <laughs> I get you drift there, buddy. Got a big uh, conference call coming up here this morning uh, with the Taz Show team. We oh, do. Uh, you're ready, right? I'm sorry, I missed that. What did you say, boss? Oh, jeez. I'll see you later, but I'll see you Monday. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Just please, uh, just, just. At least he was honest. I know, but I, you know, I, I want him to be cracked, ready to go. <laughs> just. Otherwise, it's just... You know, that was the sound running backs made when I hit him. High school Jones. Here we go. Oh, shit! Here comes D. Jones! Oh, I got a bunch of red pubes in my ear hole now. Oh, football season, the razor, throw it in the closet. Oh, you just let it gruff Jones, huh? Yeah, you're hardcore. Oh, yeah. You are hardcore. See you in the spring, razor. <clears throat> yeah. Well, you claim you were burnt out on football. That's why you quit. And I had aspirations to go to another university. What was that university? I'm a huge Oklahoma Sooner fan. Really? Yes. Wow. Interesting. And I like, had my... like for a long time you've been though? Seriously? Oh, yeah, yeah. The Boz was one of my favorite football players ah. ever. That's half the reason I wore 4-4. It's funny you mentioned the Boz. Because in the video that I talked about earlier that Lean Me made of you, that's not public consumption yet, mm-hmm. the boss was in there. But yet, you're going to sit and bullshit me <laughs> that you had nothing to do with Lean Me getting I, all these photos and videos of you playing and a picture of Brian Bosworth. That's I, what you're going to tell me, right? I don't know what I can swear on to make you believe me, but I'm willing to do, I'll put my hand on a I, stack of Bibles. Dude, I, I'm just saying, you, you. it sounds like a complete lie, Lean Mean. As far as sworn to secrecy, he's not going to give you up. Um, I hear Dennis, I'm sorry, Anthony's talking to you. So I know he's panicking because Anthony knows everything that you do. Uh, so I, I don't believe you. You are fake news. I don't. I'm sorry. All right. Well, I, don't I you. wish you did. 
I don't care what you wish. You okay. I just don't believe you. I so, had nothing to do with this video, I promise. Oklahoma Sooner fan, big time, like JR, okay? big. So when JR comes on the show, you, you can, we'll have JR try and give you some Sooner history uh, trivia. How about that? Oh, he would blow me out of the water. Yep. I, uh, like, the 90s were rough, um, but then when Bob Stoops hopped on, everything from 99 on was awesome. You know Stoops is gone, right? Yeah, Lincoln Riley, former uh, offensive coordinator at my alma mater. Oh, I didn't know he was at ECU. Oh, yeah. Did you used to go to the ECU football games? Oh, yeah. And I was uh, sitting in the audience with other classmates, drunk as piss. I was, I'm barely that guy! No, certainly not. Uh, I was there when Chris Johnson was there. Wade Elliott, Facebook Live, all caps, Taz, talk wrestling. I'll continue. I was there when uh, Chris Johnson was there, and he... Oof. Chris Johnson from the Titans. From the Titans and the Jets. And the Jets, that's right. Speaking of the Titans, by the way, they are going to be legit this year, bro. Marcus Mariota. Mariota from Oregon Ducks. Uh, finally going to have his year. I think they're going to really be kick-ass. Seriously. A lot of people are on top of that Titan bandwagon Jones. So uh, I used to talk a bunch of shit with Jeff Jarrett. He's a huge uh, Titans fan. Titans huge, fan. huge, huge. And when uh, we worked at TNA or just in taxing, I'm sure during the season he'll start taxing me. Just uh, he, any AFC team. And at that time I was a Jeff fan. And now that he knows I'm a Bills fan, he'll rip me more. But, oh, my God, the, the guy loves the Titans. Loves them. Titans are on the up and up, man. They're yeah, doing things they the right way. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. Offensive I know. line, quarterback, a lot of play action. Play action legit. Mariota, dude. They got a uh, – what's his name? Derrick Henry, the yeah. Alabama running back. Big boy. And He's DeMarco Murray. They got, they got a – That's got right. DeMarco Murray. I forgot about him. They got some weapons. Yo, we're doing fantasy football, right? Yes, we Fifth are. Fifth quarter, by the way. Fifth quarter right now, Tash Show. Um, are we – Ann, are you down for uh, fantasy football? I am down. What about Cowboy? Cowboy. Cowboy, no He's in. Fo- he knows about football. I don't want some bullshit like Handsome Johnny when he was in. Test one, two. Handsome Johnny didn't know nothing about football. Does Cowboy know football? We're waiting for an answer, folks. Bear with us. And we'll give you an answer in a second. Not very well. Oh, then he's out. Uh in the boot just because of that. You don't, don't take much for me to boot you out. I know. If, does he want to be in? He's in. That's fine. Is he going to go and stooge it off to Sam Roberts and these other guys, all these other shows he's on? Uh, no. I don't want you to go into the weekend on a sour note. So, if I may. He's trending again. There it is. Taz keeps trending and trending and trending. You know, the beauty of this is that yesterday when it showed off the air, it was trending. Unbeknownst to everybody here, and then we're like, oh, snap, we're trending. We didn't realize it, and we ended the show. It's a walk-off. Walk-off walk. (laughs) You had to go there. And uh, (laughs) so, (coughs) thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for getting the show trending as we trend into the weekend. Trending City Jones. Felicia Miller said, hashtag Trending Jones. Uh, yes, uh, you know, I think it's nice. The third or fourth time this week. 
You know, you're right. You know who was trending worldwide trend number two a little while ago was Paulie uh, Malagenero. Ma- say his name for me again. <laughs> Malafala. Uh, Paulie Malinaji. Malinaji. And, and again, uh, he'll be on the show here soon. He was the guy. He's a two-time world champion boxer and boxing analyst for Showtime, also on Play.it here. Does a podcast called From Brooklyn to the World. He's a Brooklyn guy. You know, and Paulie was trending because of the, that he left McGregor's camp. And for those that are just jumping on the show right now on Facebook Live, I covered this earlier uh, at length, my thoughts and opinions on the whole McGregor and Paulie in the camp. Uh, we read some stuff from Paulie's social media and stuff like that. So it's interesting stuff that he pulled out of the uh, out of Conor McGregor's camp. You know, so um, that pitch it all, and I got to say, by the way, did you see, uh, did, did McGregor tweet anything since Paulie, this announcement with Paulie? Check McGregor's uh, tweet if you don't mind. Because um, he was a gentleman about it, and so was his camp for a while. Hasn't tweeted since August 2nd. Oh, he, he's old business Jones, that means. That's why he's not tre- he's tweeting. He's old business Jones. I respect that. He's in the camp. He's training. Old business. I respect that, McGregor. You're still going to get your butt kicked. You know, you're going to lose, but uh, that's okay. Um... So, Brendan Lavelle Parker Sr., in all caps. Taz, talk about raw, exclamation points. That was a full name that guy had. He's got a real name, that guy. I'll talk about raw on uh, Monday or Tuesday. (sighs) What else? Well, again, it's nice to have the show trending as we go to break. And it's good because we're getting on the call with the big boss, bro. Oh, yeah, big day. Hey, by the way, Big Daddy Jones, I uh, guess who was trending? Uh, I don't know, uh, Boomerang Cotton. <laughs> no, what are you, friggin' nuts? Boomerang Cotton. Will you call him Big Daddy on the conference call? Hey, Big Daddy, what's up, Taz and the, the team big, here? Yeah, I, I, you want me to? I kind of do, just to see. Cause you, Should I do I'll do it. He's, he's all business. I know he's, he's, he's and all And you, you ruffle his feathers. Not, <laughs> not in a nasty way. He just doesn't know. He just does not know what to expect when you get on the line. Uh. This is true. This, <laughs> You agree with this, right, Ed? Oh, 100%. That's why you're laughing. <clears throat> I, I, should I call him Big Daddy? Oh, come on. I, I think you should. I'm one of those guys. That if you I know. Do it. I don't want to be that. Damn or may, guy. maybe a hoss would be more appropriate. Let's Should build I do up to Big Daddy. Yeah, but he'll be on. But uh, what's his name? will be there with him on the call. So there'll be more than one hoss. Hosses. What, what if I say, "What's up, homies?" Something like that. Oh, Amherst. What's up, Amherst? <laughs> it's got to be one of the H's. Oh, damn! I, you know, this is gonna be fun. Do you not realize that he's a very big boss? Like, really big. Oh, I very much do. But you're scared of no man. Oh, here we go. Dare Jones. No, no I'm not daring you. I, it was a suggestion if you feel. Big brother. Uh, shoot, very combustible last night. Did anybody see it? I mean, what happened? This freaking guy. Remember the guy with the pots and pans? That guy that no one likes? The guy. Remember the guy, Josh? Josh and Matt? Matt was the big muscular guy. Josh is the non-muscular guy that's Pots just... Pots and Banks Jones. That's just annoying because he listens to the guy with the beard because the guy with the beard like controls him. He's like a little puppet. Hey, Josh, turn it up. So Josh uh, acted like an ass again. Then the girls almost got into a fight. The little brunette girl, Jessica. Yes. She almost got into it with... Um, it was bad. The whole house went nuts. It was the most combustible one. She got into it with the girl Raven. Dude, the whole thing was crazy. Last night's episode was tremendous. We got any footage of the house exploding? Before I wrap, we're in the fifth quarter here doing talk, Big Brother. And um, uh, 
But the freaking guy, Josh, won the HOH, dude, head of household. Dude, that's bad. He's like, he got a lucky competition, a golf thing, just Luck Jones. Couldn't even get a chance to see, uh, you know. Tony Torino, big brother for teenage girls to watch. Eh, I know about that, Tony. I don't know about that. You might I'm, want to I'm an bail adult out. man. You might want to bail out of the show right now, Tony, because I'm going to keep talking about it as long as I want. So uh, that's what's going to happen here. Actually, a lot of people, uh, their numbers are real well, and there's a lot of people that um, have been, if you're going to be narrow-minded and think it's just reality TV that only, you know, females watch it, then shame on you. I mean, uh, I'm secure in my manhood, and I talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. That's how we do it here, bitch. So, you don't like it? Take a powder. Oh. Um, yeah, the house exploded yesterday, man. It was bad. Bad, bad, bad. Bad. So... Darren Davies says, Taz, you should enter the Big Brother house. Dude, I could never. I could not be in that house. I wouldn't last. I'd be too confrontational, and I wear my emotions on my sleeve, and, and Jesus, I get, I would get crazy. I'm just not the guy to be in. I would never last in that house. If they think this guy Cody and then Marine, if they think he's confrontational, I, I just couldn't. you got to have a different type of men, uh, mental uh, power. To be calm and patient and not show your hand. God. That's why you're sitting across from the winner of Big, Big Brother 20. Is, oh, you're going to win next year? You want me to get you on, right? Put it on the books. Put it on the docket. Dude, you'd be money if you were on there. Ryan Jones, Taz versus Julie Chen. Okay, do you know the female Julie oh, Chen? Julie Chen is beautiful. Okay, hold on. Before you start talking, let's back up. <laughs> do you know who she's married to? Uh, Les Moonves, right? Yeah, the guy Big who owns and yeah. runs CBS. Well, good okay, for him. That's yeah. a great pull. You're over here hitting on his wife. No, okay, uh, so that's a compliment. I wasn't hitting <laughs> you know, on her. Uh, okay, so CBS Jones. That's why I put the show over. People smart, <laughs> smart. Do you people not see? I'm a wrestler. I know the inside game. The girls show her husband's the big boss over here. Come on. Think I care about Big Brother? I give a rat's ass about it. Try to get over with the boss. <clears throat> Do you have the footage so I can end the show? Oh, I was looking at Julie now. <laughs> Dude, stop. You got me sidetracked. She's a married woman. Jesus. I just can't buy. I can shop. Bill Sonneville. Bill Sonneville. You people. That's right. Yes. That's exactly right. Well, we got to get going here soon. We got the big call. I got to get prepared for it. We got to figure out how to... Do the audio for that. We're going to do it on the mics, right? Dude, do you have the footage? No, I'm searching. All right, then I don't have time. Next week we'll do it. Big Brother. No, because people that aren't fans, I want them to see how entertaining this thing was, this, this one-minute clip. How could you not find it? Well, a lot of things pop up for Big Brother 19 fight. Well, because it's a very, very crazy cast this, this year. I mean, very intense, very combustible. Man, I just thought I should have maybe given a heads up during the break that we were going to do this. You found it quick the other day. Who fought last night? Well, okay. They kept, Everybody. They, kept, they did. I mean, they were all attacking Jessica, and they were bullying Jessica and um, 
Cody. It was Raven and um, oh, I think I got something. Hold on. And Jessica. That got really when the two chicks get into it's like whoa, it gets really catfight city. Catfight, catfight. It really got very, very, very catfight. You know what I mean? Catfight. Oh my god. Um. The, 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 the half. I got, I got something. Play it. Uh, and then you can tell me if we need to Play jump it. around. Just, no. Just come. There's a point. There, there's literally no point. Oh, we saw this. This was the other stuff? This is the one. You don't this, understand. This, oh, yeah, this week means nothing. Stop. Don't That speak. was from two days ago. God almighty. I'm telling you. I thought problem. you were smarter in this Whoa. game, Paul. Because we Let me back out. Leave this room. Leave this room. What are you gonna do? Nothing. Leave this room. Leave this room. You have nothing with Raven and uh... Raven and not Mark. Josh. No, Raven and uh, Jessica. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You gotta have something, dude. We're in the fifth quarter. It's winding down anyway. Oh, Raven looks no nonsense. Well, she got pissed, man. I mean, it was uh, it was bad. I think I think she overreacted. I mean, the whole thing. It's just it's kind of like eight nine people in the house against two people. It's kind of like a little bit, you know. But these two people, they kind of set their own bed. You know, they laid their foundation for some heat. To be honest with you, dude. I don't. I'm sitting here waiting for you to find a freaking clip. It's, it's all. Quick gifts. Everything's 10-second increments now. Nobody does videos. Dalton Suter. Dennis is Cartman all grown up. Yes. Mm. And what do you think of that? Pretty spot on, especially if you know him, like, behind the scenes. Yeah, I know. Mm. Thanks for contributing it. Um, really pulled back the curtain down the Taz show. Right now, he's probably sitting there like, screw you, Taz. All right, Dennis, this is this not happening? Hold on. I got I got Jess and Raven confrontation. Yes. But it's eight minutes long. I got to scrub through me. No, no, no. Just stop playing. Then we could, we could skim through it on the air. We'll do it together. Work together. Okay. Uh, three, two, one. How they burn it out in the middle. Okay? No. Nothing you got to fast forward. On. This part's kind of boring. I swear. <laughs> Please believe me. Dude, this is like... And then I felt that that was me. So I, just to get, set the table, the girl talking, the taller girl with the red hair, your sister. But now she's sitting... Okay, dude. Well, I, I can't that's why I wanted to scrub and you said we'll do it I'll on scrub. air. You're scrubbing on air? All right, yes. good. So the girl sitting down here closest to the camera with the dark hair, that's Jessica. Her boyfriend is the dude on the couch. That's the Marine. That's Cody. Cody. He's extremely combustible. Cody's a, he's a no-shit guy. And the girl talking to him, you know, is, uh, that's Raven. She's with the house. She's kind of like got eight allies with these two people, the couple. They're on their own. All right, I think I got something. So let's see. It ends up blowing up, though. So I'm not conspiring. No, they got to be in the kitchen, dude. You got to fast forward till you see them in the kitchen. Oh, I, don't I should know have told you. Both of you. I don't hope okay, this is that. just raw footage. Oh. <laughs> Fake hug Jones. Did you see the other girl hug the back? Yeah, okay, great. This was a complete like, waste of time. This, we just I'm showed. done yep. playing that. Oh, I didn't see anything. Complete. Goodbye. That's it. It was in the kitchen. It happened. Complete waste. That's just horrible way. Actually, perfect way to go into the weekend. You got nothing? 
Uh, hold on. Where are my ears? Who hid I got them? The big boss waiting, dude. Do I, I have your ears? Who hid them? Do I yes. have your ears? I asked you. It sounds like, right. Do I have, hold on, do folks. I, I think we got to win. You just asked me. No, I okay, said you have and you came and you said, you just asked me. got a lot of everything. Hide your ears. Did you say, Elena? What, Raven? Did you have your ears? I said I found your ears. Did you not say that Raven hid them and dumped out my soda? Raven, did you? Over soda? I Okay. Did you? I was on the block. You think I trusted? She just said every single person in Watch, this house wanted me out. Include every single person in this house includes you. Because That's you lie. You think that I you don't have the right to call your name on the bus? I don't know what they're you saying. Sounds like my show. He's the mastermind. Oh yeah. And you threw my fucking name on the bus. Whoa. Your mother with that <laughs> mouth? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> dude, it gets crazy, dude. Man, how are you playing around up in there? Come on, come on. Yeah. And look, this guy. Look, turn this off. They're, they're all aggravating the, the couple. They're just trying to make fun of them and tease them. That's the new head of household with the, with the, the green thing on his face. Tutu. Freaking annoying. It's Jesse you chose to protect the one guy who can't protect you. Sorry. Cody, welcome to Big Brother, buddy. Thanks for lying to me, bro. You know what? You we begged us all to be nice to Cody, but since yeah. the deal's no, off, we don't have to be nice to shit. Yeah. We don't have to play nice because Cody doesn't play nice. Cody's such a big man. So this guy here with the frying pans, Dallas he starts all this trouble, and he wants someone to throw a punch at him. Because you're not. You can't throw a punch. So he's just one of those douchebags. As soon as you throw a punch, he'll call the cops to have you arrested. So this guy here laying there wants to destroy this guy. And he can't. Oh boy. I didn't want you on the block until Alex came to me and you threw me underneath the fucking train. Cody has a feeling that all my dogs are barking, buddy. All my dogs are barking. All my dogs are barking. Look, 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 motherfucking look. Double flip Jones. All right, we're done. All right, so there you go. Happy Friday. So Abel Marino goes on Facebook Live. So what is this? That's a very good question. Big Brother on CBS. It's craziness, dude. I love the show. That's not uh, your mom's, uh, you know. Uh, that's not the honeymooners. Yeah, that's not your mom's. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, reality TV show. I, I've got the big call at the big boss in ten minutes. I don't know if we're going to be ready, but I want to thank everybody for a great week of shows. We had a lot of fun here. We're back on uh, on Monday uh, with a fresh new Taz show, rocking and rolling. Uh, I want to thank everybody getting the show trending for the past few days. Thanks for calling the show or interacting on Facebook Live or the Twitter. We love everybody. We love the, the, the audience. Spread the show. What do we call it again? Share, like, spread. What right. is it? Subscribe, rate, review. Please. Oh, look what you say. You're such a pro. Uh, yeah, help us out, guys. Just help out a little bit. Please. Uh, yeah. All right, look, I'm Taz. You're not. Have a good weekend, guys. We'll see you on Said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. And to be honest.
honest, I don't even have a top 10. Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same, cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I wanna go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids' meal, play ball, that's all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. So go and pour another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay. I'm hoping I won't.